and good morning friend thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful morning my name is pastor gerald and you are listening to grace waves brought to you by greater grace church south africa our friend we're back and continuing with our topic on friendship now i believe that all of us want to be good friends to others and perhaps we always try to do our ba- our best or at least we we should be trying our best to be the best friends that we can be. But there will be always room for growing and, la- and learning. And this is a good thing. We need to grow and we need to learn as friends. So today I would like to share with you the five C's of a godly friendship. And I hope and trust that these five C's will help you to become better at friendship and grow in your godly friendships. Now, so without further delay, I would like to give you the five C's of a godly friendship. The first C of a godly friendship is cross, the cross. In 1 Corinthians 2, verse 1 to 2, the Bible says, And I, when I came to you, brothers, did not come preaching to you the testimony of God with lofty speech or wisdom, For I decided to know nothing amongst you except Christ Jesus and Him crucified. The cross should be the point of connection for every godly friendship. As Jonathan said to David, let the Lord be between us, David. And we don't see each other in the mistakes that we make. Nor do we seek to see perfection in the other person, in what they do or in who they are, but rather we purpose to see our friend as they are in Christ Jesus. We see them through the cross, through what Jesus has has done. Jesus died for your friend just like he died for you. Jesus is working in their lives just as he is working in your life. Don't look at flesh, but look at the cross. A friendship that has the cross in the middle is a, is, a, is a friendship that lives by the resurrection life of Jesus Christ. And that friendship will always be new and will always be fresh. So the first one was cross. Then the second C of a godly friendship is charity. Charity. Now the word charity in the Bible means love. Especially in the King James Bible, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 to 7, the Bible says, Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast, is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way, and it is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things hopes all things, and endures all things. A friendship that has God's love is a friendship that will last an eternity. God's love should, ne- should be the very glue that keeps your friendship together. Where, where there is God's love, there will always be restoration and forgiveness. There will always be a continual friendship regardless of the difficulties and the trials that the friendship faces. His love overcomes every obstacle, every failure, every weakness, every offense. 
love is stronger than that of a brother you know it's stronger than than just the normal natural relationships when you have a friend that you truly love with god's love that friend will be greater to, to you than a brother or a sister love lives for the benefit of the other so the first one was the cross the second c was charity and then the third c friend is cover to cover now i shared the thought on this topic of friendships that cover on a bible study in choose on tuesday and jesus was a friend that covered others true friendship does not seek to expose people but it seeks to cover them in love when you cover someone you give them room to heal you give them room to grow you give them room to be restored in 1st Peter 4 verse 8 the Bible says above all keep loving one another earnestly since love covers a multitude of sins a friendship that has God's love will be a friendship that covers one another stand in the gap encourage your friend exalt them correct them in love build them and and and, and edify them strengthen them but never, never shame your friend. Never expose them. Never humiliate a friend. Be a friend as Jesus was a friend to others, even to those who were walking on the wrong road. He covered them, he loved them, and he led them onto the right way. So that was number three, friend, that was to cover. And then number four, the fourth C of the godly friendships is cultivate. Now cultivate means that we nourish the friendship. Friendships don't happen by accident. I know they might happen by accident on Facebook. Like, oh, I don't know this person, but they are my friend here on Facebook. But Facebook friends are not real friends. Not, not even acquaintances most of the time. It's, they should use another kind of word. I don't know a contact or whatever but real friendships don't happen by accident real godly strong friendships take cultivation friendships need to be nourished they need to be taken care of like a like a beautiful plant that needs to grow that needs water that needs uh, the soil to be taken care of to 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 be moist and to have food to grow Real friendships need the investment of time to grow. Your friendship cannot grow if you do not cultivate it and do not invest time into it. It takes practice to become a truly godly friend. Cultivate your friendships with with people and you will bear the fruits thereof in due time. If you spend the time with people, reach out to them, seek them out, purpose to 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 see them purpose to be a friend to the, a friend to them and then you'll nourish that friendship fight through the tough times and always aim at being a better friend a friendship with scars is, does not mean that a friendship is broken it means that it is it's a friendship that you have fought for in romans chapter 1 verse 10 to 12 the bible says and this is Paul speaking to the Christians in, in Rome, whom he so dearly loved and wanted to see them as soon as possible. And it says, Making a request, if by any means now at length 
I might have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come unto you. For I long to see you, that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift, to the end that you may be established. That is, that I may be comforted together with you by the mutual faith both of you and me. You see, Paul that was seeking to nourish his friendship with these Christians in Rome. In 3 John chapter 1, verse 13 to 14, the Bible says, just as John speaking, I had many things to write, but I will not with ink and pen write unto you. But I trust that I shall shortly see you, and we shall speak face to face. Peace be to you. Our friends salute you. Greet the friends by name. And you can see that John poured a lot of investment into these friendships that he had with people in other churches around the area, around maybe the, the known world at that time. But he nourished these friendships. He cultivated them. And he understood the importance of spending time with his friends. Now, friends, so the first one was cross. The second one was charity or love. The third one is to cover. The fourth one was cultivate, to cultivate our friendships. And then finally, in closing, the fifth C of a godly friendship is communicate. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29 The Bible says, Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good for the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. In Proverbs 25, verse 11 to 13, the Bible says, A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in a pitcher of silver. As an earring of gold, an ornament of fine gold, so is a wise reprover unto an obedient ear. And as the cold of snow in the time of harvest, so is a faithful messenger to them that send him, for he refreshes the soul of his masters. In Acts chapter 20 verse 27, Paul says unto the church in Ephesus, For I did not shrink from declaring to you the whole counsel, of God. Strong communication is key to a healthy, godly friendship. And not just good communication, but communication that edifies. We can, we can so easily become familiar with our friends and then we start saying things that are hurtful to them. And, you know, sometimes we joke around or we, we tease them, but we are actually hurting our friends. But when we speak, we need to communicate grace. We need to communicate wisdom. We need to communicate truth. If you have an issue with a friend, or if they have sinned against you, or there is something coming between the two of you, talk to them about it. Often these issues are misunderstandings and unintended. Communicate truth and love in your friendship. Communicate grace. Build your friend with your words. Fellowship around Jesus Christ. Ask them questions. And when you ask questions, listen carefully and be, ve- and, and be very slow to speak. And when you do speak, don't say much. But listen. Learn to listen to what they say. Learn to listen to what they are communicating, what their heart is 
so that you can understand them and minister to them and build that friendship. Communicate your appreciation of them and communicate your love and care for them. Sometimes we can be so scared to tell a friend how much we appreciate them or how much we love them in Christ and really, really, really enjoy their fellowship and enjoy their presence and appreciate who they are to us. Don't wait to be asked or contacted first. Always be the first to reach out and communicate as often as possible. And even if the other friend does not respond well to your communication, continue to communicate God's truth to them. Now friend, God has given us the gift of godly friendships. And may you and I strive to grow and become the best possible friend to others that we can be. And may we reflect the very character and nature of God to them in our friendship. Be a friend the way that Jesus is a friend to you. And you will never go wrong. Thank you so much for listening today, friend. May you have a wonderful day. And as always, God bless you.